maybe the first few shows you guys did together and like how you got to a place where you plan together because obviously first of all you are together like as a couple so like that's one level of relationship you already have yeah ring on it <laughs> right um but like to work together that's a whole other thing so was it like it just kind of a natural like we just started planning together and then now we do it all the time or was it like Lexi really had some ideas she wanted in or like how, tell me a little bit about how that started you well, I guess our first show together was that the um, the home show. Kinda, kinda, yeah. kinda. What was what year was that? 2014, 2015, 15, 16, 15, maybe. 16? Yeah. yeah. Um, Trent has this thing for show design that he has to. We can't. We can't have a conversation until he has had personal time to like sit and meditate and think I'll be like okay. ready and he's like I gotta I gotta just just let me think and so I have learned over the years that I almost like don't bring up anything until he's like okay yeah. so I have this idea and I'm like great it's time let's go I just have to like <laughs> flesh it. it out in my head and let it like before I present it I just have to know it's gonna be good like it's gonna be a valid yeah. idea and that just takes me a while like I have to yeah I like subconsciously think about all the elements yeah like Nellie will really here. are like getting it like you plan all of it before you really start to like collaborate and do the next I step plan. Of it. I was gonna tell her like Nellie Wilhite here all he did yeah. was sent me the name Nellie Wilhite in a text message and I <laughs> looked it up and I was like okay so it's this deaf female pilot from yeah. south dakota what what do you mean what's like Nelly very niche <laughs> very and he was niche. like i think this could be our show and i'm just like okay like <laughs> let's go with it i guess and I'll, obviously from that point on whenever he has any weird ideas i'm like i mean i obviously trust you so like right let's go with Proven it Proven track record at this point yeah the nelly <laughs> if you guys haven't seen the nelly show i would say what year is that 2017 right um i'll link it here below for those of you who are listening but it's um like 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 she said it's um a, a female deaf pilot and a lot a, a lot of the parts of the show that i think most of us really like remember and cling to when we're like wow that was so incredible was the sign language that was incorporated in the choreography and the moments of like silence that were happening and just it felt really different than a lot of what we were seeing out of the midwest at the time um which kudos to you guys for that because that i think that really Thanks. turned a page for a lot of groups and and certainly for, for the program yeah. we're at there at Linmar, yeah um but yeah i love that i love that notion of just being like nelly what yeah. do you think like that I, yeah. I think that when people ask how to plan that's the intangible part that i can't figure out how to explain it's yeah. like yeah. you just hit an idea mm -hmm. and then you just run as far as you can with it yeah. and if you hit a wall well, that Nelly specifically, Trent had seen, he went to what, ECDA? Yeah, it's and had seen conference in Minneapolis. And had seen yeah. Wartburg perform. Ain't no grave can hold my body down. Right, I remember that. And he was that. like, yeah, yeah. this is amazing and so oh, impactful. So <laughs> How can I bring this to a show choir stage? Well, so it took a little, I mean, I just watched it and like saw how amazing it was. And then like a yeah. long time later, I was like, what should I do for a show? And I was like, what's impactful? <laughs> that was. 
And then I literally, I remember that year, I just like Googled, like the first search was famous deaf people. And yeah, like just yeah. went through like some lists and was like, yes. I don't know, whenever I'm, we, I never like bring an, like an idea with songs to the table, yeah. but like, okay. at least for me, I always start with a story. And I, okay. I always try to find a story that is gonna, I don't know, it's just, it, it's gonna it have impactful in some way, right? Yeah, yeah. impactful. And it, it has to have opportunities to show like something different that hasn't hasn't been seen before um, mm -hmm. or, or a different take or like yeah. I always like I feel like there's always a few key moments. Like I would yeah. want to bring a movie to you for the first time. Like it's like a story and I we really I know that this ending is gonna be cool because I can picture this happening and I know right in the middle we can do a song that is not mm -hmm. sung it just has sign language or something and then mm -hmm. just build around that around like those yeah. few key moments that I know will be impactful to audiences mm -hmm. and then the song choice just comes later. I'm really glad you said that too because when people plan story shows I think that's probably one of my top three grievances is that they try to put too much plot in what's happening and it just gets muddied and lost and it becomes not impactful in that way yeah. and so like you're saying you pick those key points mm -hmm. and it's great to start with them and say this is what we need to hit like maybe these three things like yeah. the beginning the middle and end of the story or the conflict and the resolution whatever but like yeah. you can't tell literally her whole life like let's yeah. go back to Nellie Absolutely. you can't be like yeah. she learned that yeah we learned that the hard way well not 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 the hard way necessarily but 2016 2017 we get we did what's infamously called the cult show um oh right i forgot that's right yeah that's right before that yep kind of mm -hmm. our own storyline that had mm -hmm. a lot of moving parts to it that was very confusing that we did major yeah. surgery on throughout the entire season um mm -hmm. it was such a great learning year for us yeah um, super important so important to, yeah, yeah where we are in time but i was just thinking actually our very first show together well successful story show was spelling bee right. with high style the girls group at lindmar that that's was i forgot about that show. one of my oh favorite my shows of all time yes. i doubt it's on youtube there's not a chance it's I like went I looking for it six months ago and couldn't find it so yeah. i, I unless that. you have a copy i can't <laughs> find it but i, I have a copy so i explained it to somebody here in texas because somebody was like oh has anyone ever done a show with spelling bee and i was like hang on Yes, and I had to text a couple of people and go, "What year was that?" Like I should have just texted you. I don't know why I didn't do that. But yeah. yeah, I couldn't find it. So yeah, if you have it, just like there might be some like <laughs> like get in the spirit. Yeah, his uh his winter show. There might yes. be some like some you know beginning of the year ones, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. that one that one was super fun to do. And I would say that one was abnormal to the rest of our show planning. So that yeah. one, yeah. I had this idea of spelling bee. I picked. Yeah. I would say the majority of the songs with his help, yeah. I had like so many ideas, but for just about everything we've done with 10th Street, Trent starts with the main idea and yeah. brings it to me. And then we snowball together and it becomes into this big, awesome thing. I feel like yeah. we both start, we're on the same page that like, if you're going to be collaborative and get to mm -hmm. a good product, we just are honest with each other. And yeah. like, sometimes yeah. we like, like there's been ideas that I brought to Lexi that she's hated initially. And then we, but we keep digging just in case. And then it ends up. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. like at the same time, we're both so, I mean, kind of hard headed and <laughs> like confident <laughs> that 
usually like if one of us is passionate enough about an idea, it's the one that ends up happening. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You're selling it strongly enough. That the For other sure. Says, and okay, like, let's... I think it also comes back to like the, that time to think, like I would never present an idea honestly because i'm i'm just a weird dude like i would never present an idea to anybody unless i knew it would work like for sure yeah i i definitely get that my you know like in any partnership of course i think a good collaborative balance is like what you're describing like yeah. literally walking by right now as i'm about to say this but like he and i are very different in those ways as well i'm way more like what lexi's describing where i'm like this is what i want to do i'm sure i'm positive I know I'm sure I've, I've thought about it for 47 seconds and my gut says yes and we're going like and he is a lot more like I need some time to like process it and think with it and make sure it's right or yeah. good or whatever and then he goes with it and both are great like yeah, both ways sure. work yeah. it's just a matter of knowing first of all how you work and then knowing how your collaborator works so you can step all over their process right Yep. Like, Lexi, is that ever hard for you to feel like you're waiting? Do you get, like, stressed about I, that? I totally get him and his process now 100%. It used to. I used to just be like, come on, give me all the bad ideas. Like, let's just talk. Let's, I wanted to talk through everything, and he needs, a, yes. he needs his moment. Um, yeah. I was going to say, though, that when we, like, I think I'll use Nellie as a, an example, um, mm -hmm. that once we come up with that, we're going to do Nellie Wilhite. We're going to go with this. Yeah. We start picking out like, what are the major story elements that we want to tell? And can mm -hmm. we find songs that describe that moment that are um, crystal yes. clear? And sometimes it's not always about lyrics or the title of the song. Sometimes it's about the feeling of the song. For example, oh. this year we're doing The Giver with Ankeny Centennial. And so we have this, oh, just wait, Jed. You're I'm, just, I'm trying not to freak out on that. We just I saw it two days ago, and I'm like, Well, we just Every, watched it literally before we got on this call. It's so good. <laughs> like, I didn't, yeah. We didn't know so it was like, going to be so good. I showed it to my class today, like the teaser. I have media children, so they're always like, what? They think show choir is the greatest thing ever because it's so bizarre to them. Yeah. And so they were like, what movie is this? And I was like, this is a, they're doing it. I explained like what you guys did, and they were like, that is the smartest thing anyone did in the pandemic. I was like, no, 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 you're not wrong. Like, because it spoke to them as like video nerds. Yeah. Like, look that. at that dolly. Look at how they did that linking shot. Look at that transition. Like my video. Oh, when That's it's so out, funny. I'm showing the whole thing to my kids. Cause yeah. they will like, we're making it into an assignment. So I'll let you know. Yes. How but like, they're just so excited about the video elements. And then like, they asked to watch it a second time and they were like, okay, the singing is like really good. Like then they were like in the art of it, you know? Yeah. So, oh, that's so that's sweet. sweet. I just, that's a total tangent, sorry. But I yes, just, it's, I'm good. so excited. I brought it up, it's Very my good. fault. I was gonna say that no, we, one of the, if you know the story of the giver, it's all about the giver yeah. um, giving Jonas, the receiver of memory, all of these memories from the past that the community doesn't have. And one of those memories is right. snow. And so we wanted to, we have a scene in the movie, um, spoiler alert, that all the kids just took their own phones outside and filmed themselves sledding in the snow. And But we needed a song in the background. And yeah. we needed that. There are so many songs that say snow, 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 For snow. Sure. But we didn't yeah, want yeah. to do that. We wanted a song that felt like it was snowing outside. So we picked, actually Trent yeah. found this song from childhood called Walking in the Air. Mm -hmm. I'm walking oh. in the air. <laughs> It, it just has like, that vibe about it, right? It Absolutely. does. It, nowhere in the song does it say snow or anything about the snow. 
but you feel it. You feel like you're in a winter wonderland when you're listening to that song. Um, so I think, sorry, bringing it back to what was my main point that we're looking for songs for major story points that don't necessarily say that story point, but give the feeling of that story point. And that is so crucial as well. That would be another thing I would wanted you to touch on. You're doing all the things I would have asked you about anyway. Thank you for that. Because it's, I think, and you, you see this too, the longer you do this, that even if there isn't a story involved, let's say when people pick something that I like to call like a through line where a thought carries through, but it's not specifically a story. Yeah. They get so literal often with the through line. Like, you know, yeah. when you see beginning show choirs or beginning directors, especially when they're first choosing first sets of shows, you see a lot of things like rain and all the songs are about rain or yes. have rain in yes. the title or whatever. And not that that is bad when you're yeah. first starting and planning for the first time. I think that there's some comfort in that as the person planning to go, oh, here's a way to like make this make sense. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking to do like kind of the next step of planning, what Lexi's saying is so important. It can't just be the word. It can't just be like, okay, well, we only need songs about deaf people because we're doing a show about deaf people. Like yeah. you can't be that literal and surface, yeah. you know, yeah. to really find something special anyway. Yeah. yeah. I also think that like, just I like reiterating that I just think in show design, the most important part is finding moments and like yeah. not every song has to be a moment or has to hold a moment, but can instead be setting up a moment or yeah. getting backstory yeah. so that a mo the moment later on can yeah. hit the audience more emotionally because yes. they've connected mm -hmm. to a character in this totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I don't know. I just Set think it's everything. For the yeah. It, it just, it's all yeah. about those few things that as an audience member, and, and like we've, mm -hmm. we've, we try to go to Broadway every year too. Yeah, and oh, like, smart. I yeah. always just like Number assess. One inspiration. Yeah, I just look at the show and of course enjoy, but then also think back like what effects were powerful? What did they do with their lights, with their boat? Like I remember we were at Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet, there was a moment oh, where yeah. the choir sung like randomly behind us. We had um, no idea, we're like, in that show, there's also a moment where like the doors opened and there were these blinder lights coming yeah. through. That, like, and then so like you take those things that you know impacted you and then you mm -hmm. adapt them to fit individual stories. And sometimes mm -hmm. the story calls for certain moments emotionally, but sometimes yeah. like the moments just speak for themselves yeah. and you can design the story around them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The moment concept, I mean, I've never heard it described quite that way, but I certainly know exactly what you mean. I think that that's an important, very important takeaway from this because sure. too often you're telling the story in a, in a like point A, point B, point C, like in a, a directional way. Yes. And it really is about the peaks and valleys of finding yes. those special moments as opposed to just that linear. That's good storytelling. You know, I mean, yeah, good storytelling. Yeah. You just don't yell the whole time. Yeah. I mean, there's right. flexion. It's yeah, crazy. the valleys are just as crucial as the peaks. Yeah, no, the valleys for sure. I'm with you on that one. And like when we think forward beyond, like, let's go to the next year after Nelly. Was that Yellow Wallpaper right after Nelly? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, if you haven't seen Yellow Wallpaper yet, I will put the link here in the bottom. If you've been listening to the podcast ever prior to now, I can't imagine you haven't watched it because I talk about it like every third episode for some reason. I think show. that's our favorite show. Someone brings so, it up. Some, sometimes yeah. it's me, sometimes it's the interview. But like, it's, it's just one of those really, really well-crafted stories, as you're saying. You really get yeah. immersed in the plight 
of her, but also her husband. And also like you, you want to demonize the townspeople or the time or the doctor, but you really can't because we've, we've been brought into this universe of understanding that like, they're just doing the best they thought they could. And yep. there's so many layers happening and you're not explaining almost any of that. No. Yeah. Like that's what makes it great. Those moments are happening naturally based uh -huh. on what was occurring in the music or visually, yep. but it wasn't like, we now have someone out here doing dialogue, explaining these intricacies to you because yeah. that's just not really what we're about in show choir. And, and yeah. oftentimes people rely on those, those sort of moments. You did have some dialogue early on yeah. Um, yeah. that was really necessary and yeah. was more of a narration. Yeah. Yep. Which is sometimes it's really impactful and sometimes yeah. really yes. gets in the way. So it's just a matter yes. of- Yes, yeah. that's what I was gonna say. It didn't get in the way of the storytelling. We it was definitely were aware yeah. of like timing and tempo of that. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that, that that speech in that specific moment, so it's after it's song number two and everybody's mm -hmm. frozen around the husband holding the baby. And- so happy together. Happy together and the narrator comes on. And I think that we played around with the length of it for so long to find mm. just the perfect amount of time. So you're not like, oh, do we have to be talking for right. this long? Fun fact, mm -hmm. did you know that the song that comes after that, Trent wrote? That's an original song by Trent. I did not know that. It's just a little one. The, the yeah. transition, it's like 30 seconds. It's the transition. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Again, I've it's the between Happy Together I know and, <laughs> and what's that other song? Um, when the wallpaper comes out for the first time. It's yes. that snippet in between. He wrote that. Yes. Because know. you know what's crazy about that? Now that you say that, that makes so much sense. Because I remember thinking how weirdly perfect that song was. And I was yeah. like, how did they find this? Wow. Like, it so well. Where'd you so find this song? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it makes fun. it a little bit better that fun. you did like somehow deep dive through Spotify and discover that song. Right? But also I'll say for the yellow wallpaper, like we've, of course, we've got that song that we wrote ourselves. And then we also yeah. have a song called The Yellow Wallpaper literally. that right. I searched on Apple Music. And it's just a story. Mm -hmm. It's literally The Yellow Wallpaper. And so, yeah. like, there's, I think there's that a little bit of both. Nice. Like, yeah. I'm not, like, just because you shouldn't always just search for a song for, like, mm -hmm. a word and pick all mm -hmm. the songs doesn't mean that, like, sometimes that's not a great idea for yeah. one or two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If every song in the show were a different version of a song called The Yellow Wallpaper, it maybe would not. Be <laughs> and, like, that with a story show, too, I think the temptation is to, like, like, you've got to sing a song about being yellow, and then you've got to sing a song about walls, and then you've got to sing a song <laughs> yeah. about postpartum depression, you know, like, and it's just... <laughs> Yeah. Like there's, well, that is not, that's not really artistic. That's just like, that's, it's like a lecture. You yeah. Know? Or like, or like in a the dictionary. Yeah. In the early <laughs> playlist, that song by Coldplay, Yellow, and it oh, was I all wondered. yellow. That uh -huh. was in the early playlist. And we both like knew that we couldn't use it, that we didn't want to use it. But that like, sometimes you start with those ideas yeah. that, yes. um, and one of the primary reasons we didn't use that and for, like this year, this past year, we did this show called Genesis and we were thinking about using this song talk that's on the radio a lot. Yeah. We try to kind of steer clear from like super popular songs, not necessarily overused songs. I mean, obviously we're trying to steer clear from for overused sure. songs, but like songs that everybody knows because in our stories, 
we feel like if you know a tune and you're like, oh, it's can we just talk? Boom, you start singing yes. a song and you stop paying attention. You stop listening to the yes. lyrics. And listening, yeah, you stop yes. listening to the lyrics. If you know the song, you feel like you don't need to listen to lyrics. Yes. So you, don't, you don't focus as much. Yeah, and so obviously we don't play by that all the time. Like Happy Together, people know that song, right? And so, sure, but it was also a different of, version of it that like, the the setting of it was a different enough thing that was kind of yes. cool. And then it, it becomes more of that minor vibe. Yeah. I mean, the end of the song's always like that, but it just has more yeah. of that darkness in it that yeah. you weren't expecting. It was played really well for being a familiar. Yeah, yeah my exactly. All time favorite song. I think. Have you ever seen um, Los Alamitos' Harry Potter show from 2011? I'm not really going to say this. I have not. I should. Okay, I should. I'm going to watch it. At yeah. some point, go watch it because it's actually kind of the opposite of what we're talking about right there with telling a story. Um, because theirs is almost entirely recognizable music. Except oh, for wow. maybe the opener, you might know it. Like the closer, you might know it. But like uh, Dream On is in there when Harry sees his parents. Um, popular from oh, Wicked is in there when Draco yeah. and Harry face off in the second number. Like there's a lot of like actually familiar songs. But I was going to say, I think that works in that case solely because the story is so familiar. Everybody knows it. Yeah. We don't have to think about yeah, what's going that's on good on point. stage right now. We know what's yep. going on on stage right that's now. True. And so it's, it creates a fun, like, opposite world where we're like, oh my gosh, they're singing Wizard of Oz. Or, or, yeah. or I can't even say it. Wicked, my brain is like falling out of my head now. They're doing Wicked. Oh my gosh, this is, you know, like, that's a fun moment. Yes. But what yeah. you're that's saying, true. when you're talking about Genesis, like, that's a brand new thought, basically. Yes. you're creating a world from scratch in that moment yeah. it's not a recognizable commodity off on its own yeah. you're right we get distracted <laughs> yeah too much of a popular vibe right <laughs> like, what's yeah. going on um well, let me ask you since you brought up genesis let's talk a little bit about um like moving into choreo and like staging and set pieces and things like that so um one of the coolest things i think about the genesis show is the the benches so when so you're doing, I know you're like, that was such a nightmare, probably, right? It's always the thing that everyone else thinks is cool is the worst nightmare. Yeah. Of being I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Just like coordinating it. You're like, cool. Um, but they were, you know, they felt like a part of the story, you know? So like yeah. when you're doing, or even, even the Genesis sign, let's say, or um, obviously yellow wallpaper is a little different because that's like pretty integral to the like storytelling that's right. less of a set piece and more of like a costume let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but when in the process and it's probably not the same always but when in the process do you start adding those thoughts do you have some of those thoughts in the beginning when you're planning out i think it depends on the show like sure think i'll do a quick re like go back but like thinking yeah. back to like nelly wilhite like one of the moments that i wanted in sure. nelly wilhite was the final fly away and so i knew oh, i yeah. wanted a plane on stage and I knew I right. wanted the end of the show, the lights to turn off and then the lights from the plane to go. Like, so that like yeah. building the whole thing was kind of around that one of a few moments and that was one of them. So I like, I okay. knew we needed the plane. Um, for Yellow Wallpaper, obviously, yeah. that wall was also the bane of my existence. Oh like, my, well, cause we had to match of course. the costumes perfectly. Yes. So, so it was working with Gail, it was working with this wall paper company. company. <laughs> And then yeah. working with all of like our our show choir parents to build it and pull. I mean, you were there. I wasn't. It came in like <laughs> ten pieces, of course, like oh, in each of great. the panes. And then we had to 
wrap them around wooden frames and get it to line up exactly, which so is so much seamless. easier said I didn't realize it was done. pieces. Of course it is. But like, yeah. I never watched you set it up in that way. So, oh And then gosh. we couldn't have, like, we wanted to reveal the wallpaper. So we had to figure right. out how to cover it up and then how to uncover it without it being this <laughs> monstrosity on stage. But yeah. Kudos mm -hmm. to you. Sorry, I, yeah. I noticed none of none of those things and I Yay! judged it and watched it. So clearly it was yeah. fine. But <laughs> for uh, Genesis, actually the bench idea, it was actually started at choreography camp. So okay. um, when April came to town, um, they were choreographing outside a little bit, April and Lexi and they April comes inside and it's like, you've got to watch this video. Uh, I think it was like Sullivan singers from like the 80s or the yeah. 90s. And they, there were these dudes that were on these big rocking boats that had like a post in the middle. Oh, and April's so like, cool. And then they could lay down to be like, you could sit on them. Yeah. And so April was like, what do you think? Should we do this? And I, I, I me as I'm like, what? Choreography starts tomorrow. Yeah, I just thought we were going to like do the dance. Like we got to have how many rocking ships? Like, and so I like, I was like, yeah. But not today. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't no, think I would, want like, yeah. a rocking. Um, I, yeah, that is such a good idea. But I, I just don't think, um, but then because they're Listen, so I've never good told April job. James no ever in my life. So. It's so hard. Yeah. Good for you on that one. But they, kept, they kept pushing. We originally knew for that one that they were entering into a clinic and that they were going to go yeah. under anesthesia. And we just wanted, we knew, especially with the like catch the fly and all that stuff, we mm -hmm. needed them to be seated. We needed, so whether it was we were messing around with individual chairs and then mm -hmm. April had this idea and then we're like, mm -hmm. well, actually this bench that Trent and I are sitting on, we're like, well, we have the bench inside. Let's bring this bench outside and see what we can do with it. And we had Braxton there, Braxton Carr and Davis yeah. Churchin was assisting us that week. And so we had four people per bench, Lexi, April, Braxton, Davis. And that's yes. how that ended up working And then of out. course it's fun out of control. I mean, like, right. like right. how many benches do we need? Oh, we'll, we'll just put like five groups of four. And then like, I think we need all of the kids on benches. Wait, so, are like, you so glad? Yeah, of course. They and that's also the thing. need it's to like, light up. What if it lit up? And then like, the, I remember when I told the dads that, I, we always have a little meeting around a conference, oh, yeah. in a conference room and I'm like, tell them the plans. And every year they just look at me like, hmm. But are they kind of excited too? Is it that kind of dad group? Oh, yeah. Also For sort of sure. Like, yeah, engineer yes. dads. Oh, yeah. And My mental dads are always like that out. too. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah. yeah. But yeah so if you don't have a dad group, friends, get a dad group. That's like yeah. so yes. important. <laughs> So they can have moms too. I shouldn't be sexist about it. And we originally moms for that them. show, we were thinking about like, oh, we need doors that will open open so that we know they're walking into a clinic. And then where sure. are they going to put their phones? Let's do like put them in like a shoe holder thing with the lights yeah. out. That could be like we had so many different ideas that yeah. Once we just had all the choreography done and the show developed, we were like okay, this maybe is a bit much. Let's take this away. We don't need this aspect. This is cluttering. Let's take this aspect away and kind of for sure, kind of get it down to the simplest form. Because I think one of, one of the hardest things about show design as a director is it's, especially with props and things like that, is it's, 
you know what it takes to make that happen. And so it is so easy, and I speak from experience, to just turn down any ideas that involve additional work. And then if you do take on those ideas, it's so easy to just like, I just need to get this done. And like the constant pressure from each other to go further. Uh And should it Mm -hmm. it be a bench? Should it be a rocking ship? No, it's a bench. What should the bench do? Yeah. Have it light up. Does it all need to light up at the same time? Like that sounds awful, but I do always tell you when you're going into that meeting with your dads, I'm like, you know what? Let's shoot for the moon. Let's let's give, I want to give all of these ideas, all these crazy lighting designs, this, that, and let's Mm -hmm. see what they're capable of. Let's see what we can make happen. I don't want to stunt them before we've From the even beginning. thrown it out there yeah. and so it's yeah. been amazing what they've been able to create for us what our community of show bar parents has been able to okay. do for us let me ask you this what's the biggest idea slash plan that you've had that you threw away like you got uh, to a place where it was like made even and then you didn't end up using it you know what I mean like biggest yeah. thing that you ended up throwing away like whole show idea or like I mean, it could be that too, but like once you use something where you've sort of got something on the kids already or they, or it's choreo they've already learned and you do a new song or like it's a set piece that you've already <laughs> built. Okay, but it's not yeah, I've got so <laughs> many, so many. Okay, I love, that's what I love. People need to hear that. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we had in, in the yellow wallpaper show in the opener, there was a, a little tap section in the final product. Well, originally- A full acapella tap where the whole group would tap. Yeah, well, we in the final product, there was just oh, a sorry, small sorry. tap, but in the original idea, there was like a two-minute building tap section where the whole so Like room, in the hot town, the old town, tonight, like yeah. in that part, there's- and then it tap. would stop, okay. and then it started with like one person tapping, and then five more, and like they Adding all learned this rhythms. crazy, it was, it took we forever, and then it was like, well, <laughs> it was kind of back, so <laughs> goodbye. In the yellow, or in Genesis, during our Catch the Fly number, it- there was a moment where the whole group was choreographed in a circle and they did a giant Venus fly trap where like there was cool. waves around and like yeah. biting and, the, and it, like we, it, it was, we did it all. And like in January, it was like, this is just not good. And so we like emergency called Braxton because Lexi had been out of town for four months. And right. I was like, I need new choreography, help, help, help. And I, Braxton came in, Eric Hall came in one day for ideas. That song had just surgery all over the place many Uh times that is so good for people to hear because I swear to you when I go do clinics in like December January or even even November even like I I will run into directors who are like well this is what we're doing and I'll be like okay what because I'm like the queen of what if you know or why because first of all why are you bringing me in if that's not what you want like if you just want me to stand there and tell you it's good like save your money but like if you want to have, you know, this isn't working. I always ask what's not working because that's what I want to focus on, right? And I I mean, plenty of directors are game and they're like, yeah, I agree. This has been weird since day one. You're right. And they just needed somebody else to tell them because they don't have a collaborator that you do. Or, Or it's like, but you know, this was like our choreographer's favorite part at camp. Or yeah. like my kids really, really think this part is cool or it's vocal acapella section or yeah. this is solo. And yeah. it's like, they just love it. Oh, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I've I mean, solo before and that's I've, I've only it's done it like twice, but well, it, it's hard. Yeah. So but hard. both times the kid involved has been like, I totally understand. Like there were, it was never a thing that became like, 
Big. And now their life was ruined. You know, it oh, was, yes. you have to look at the greater good overall. Yep. And even if you spent all this time cleaning taps yeah. or you created a Venus say, flytrap, you can't be afraid to throw it out. Never be afraid to cut things that aren't working. But also on the flip side of that is that there have been moments that Trent at times thinks aren't work. Cause I'm, I'm not in their rehearsals ever. I'm right. only, I do like a December camp with them. And then mm-hmm. finally in January competition season, I can breathe and I can go to some of their rehearsals. Right. So I'm never there. And I'll like come home and he'll be like, for example, in the Nelly, in the Nelly Will Height, there's an entire silent dance break because right. it's from the perspective of her. She can't hear. Yeah. And the kids are still dancing like the music is happening. Was an original planned moment that I hated initially. <laughs> yeah, she's singing a completely different rhythm, a different line. It doesn't go yeah. together at all. And Trent's just like, this is not working. I think we should cut it. And I'm like, listen, it's a silent dance break. Who does that? Like, let's mm-hmm. work on it and let's make it mm-hmm. great. And it ended up being a pivotal point in the show. And so yes. sometimes there are tough parts that you should work through. Um, but yes. then- there are, yeah, don't be afraid to cut. I did a games show with Pedal last year and it oh, yeah, went just like, watch that. Yeah. It went like it started with like Duck Duck Goose and then board games and then arcade and video, phone games. And it was supposed to end with Fortnite. And I did this whole, I learned all this Fortnite choreography to do on this group to be the closer of the show. And you know what? I went back in like January and I was like, I'm so sorry, y'all. This is not working. Like we need to cut. It was almost an entire song that yep. just didn't read and it wasn't going well. And they were kind of attached to it and kind of nervous to do that at first, but ultimately mm-hmm. trust trusted me and it mm-hmm. ended up being right. It ended up being the yeah. right decision. You just got yeah. it. Yeah. Cut. Well, and she the director there and I were talking about it. That's why I saw it. And she was like, um, it was it was actually it was in women of show and I, she was answering the question moment you were proudest of of your students and that was what she answered because they learned it like the week of going out to compete somewhere like they relearned a closer like yep. the week of going to compete and she goes and I was so proud because they did so well with it and that's I mean that's the thing that I think we forget as directors sometimes is that we get nervous like we're worried for the kids like yeah we, we put up walls for them and sometimes they are more than capable of the things yeah. we're keeping them from, you know, in those moments, like we're trying to shield them and they will be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, everything you're bringing up when you guys are talking about the plans and, and changing things and whatever, it all comes down to collaboration, which is kind of the last thing I want to talk to you guys about, which is you guys, obviously, like you said, at the beginning have like a built-in collaboration, which is so lucky for you that like you actually do collaborate well, because that would be really problematic probably at home we have worked hard to get here that's for sure exactly but you also have something that clicks that makes the collaboration work there's a chemistry involved in collaboration whether you know and I think that so many directors and certainly you probably see this out in your world especially Lexi as you're going out to other schools but I know Trent's seen it too because we all have where directors get really into they need to do it all themselves they get really bought into that I don't know where that Mm -hmm. comes from or why we all get it into our heads that it's only good or important or right or I'm doing my job if yeah. I did it, if I planned it, if I whatever. And the I think the best programs, the most I hate to use the word successful because I don't like that word, but like successful programs are ones who have like a team of collaborators when they're yeah. planning. Team at least of two, you know, but like 
you can't be afraid to like call your director friend or if your choreographer wants to collaborate great or whatever the situation is you need to find someone yeah at yeah. least one someone to collaborate with yeah i got um, off too like i you tell about fly no oh, okay um <laughs> <laughs> don't Sorry. know what that is. Um, so why? When you called a million people. Oh yeah. But I wasn't gonna talk about that. Um <laughs> I I was just gonna say, like, I, I I agree. And at the same time, too, for directors, like from a director's perspective, I've also seen in some ways the opposite, where directors are mm -hmm. just so afraid to make bold decisions on their yeah. own that yeah. their version of collaboration is really mm -hmm. just calling asking for ideas posting on show choir <laughs> show choir websites or facebook like yes. what show should i do or like mm -hmm. and then just taking someone else's word as law yeah. like yeah. if you're not that's not fully what we're saying invested and passionate and like collaboration is the bouncing of ideas it's the yes. collaboration yeah. is argument collaboration mm -hmm. is disagreement and then yeah. coming together to form the best solution out of two or 12 passionate people <laughs> it just can't be yeah. I, I just see it all the time that yeah. directors think collaboration is just hiring people mm -hmm. thank you to for do saying your that. work for you that's yeah. an excellent aspect huh. that's an excellent excellent yeah explanation of that because you're right it's not it's not somebody else doing it for you yeah yeah because at the end of the day as a director like you're the one in the room yeah. like, you've got to make it happen and if you you get to the end you of your have season to be passionate about it. yeah if you get you to the end of your care. season and it's an idea that someone else had that you don't love or you don't know how you feel about it like good luck like mm -hmm. you're gonna be sad forever about your product oh, or yeah. worse you just don't care or have mm -hmm. an excuse for why it didn't turn out the right way like mm -hmm. we hold the reins like we yeah we have to make it go and so if it doesn't you have go to well, live with it <laughs> yeah. yeah we're yeah. responsible for thing. making the kid experience phenomenal yeah. um and the whole mm -hmm. team is there to make it happen but at the end of the day if your team is not happy if they don't feel successful whether or not they're competitively successful yes it, it's on you the director you can have a mm -hmm. terrible terrible singing and dancing show and have mm -hmm. kids feel great if you've done your job as a yeah. director you can also have yeah. a wildly successful show and it's that collaboration with teams mm -hmm. like Lexi was talking about her thing she brought up a bit ago <laughs> I got last year in the Genesis show I knew I knew that we we were in Genesis we were in the clinic yes. and there needed to be something that got the people in the clinic that don't communicate outside of their phones to talk Right. So it had mm -hmm. to be something that would get them to talk that wouldn't be too cliche, that seems normal, that could happen randomly in a right. room that isn't too far fetched. And so literally, I was on the phone with 20 people. I'll, I One night, it was just like call after call, like, hey, you are a really creative person I know. Like, just <laughs> stew on this for a bit. And I think it was Eric Hall, <laughs> Eric Hall yeah. that mentioned a fly. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. Let me stir on that for a bit. Um, <laughs> And then therein we went and contacted his brother to write a song. <laughs> it has such an Eric Hall vibe about it now that you say yes. that. Like just that's so like a thing he'd be like, yeah, it's a fly. And I'll like, never forget. And I can picture him like doing that choreo. I know he didn't make oh, no, like, that, but like doing that choreo of jumping to like, yeah. yeah. When I was and the then I love that like, I was on the FaceTime, he was like, I remember him sitting and he was like, <laughs> what is that's an excellent Eric impression that you guys And made. like there's something like he like doing hand gestures like. He's like looking over here, like, 
what if there's like a fly there? Like, <laughs> and like, and, and that, it was crazy. I mean, he just like, he totally, and just what I like, that's why I called him because I knew that yeah. he would be like, all right, I'll drop what I'm doing. I'm going to put myself into your mindset yes. and see what my creativity comes up with. Yes. So like yeah, he's, he's not a, even someone yeah. that we would consider on our Linmar team, but he's right. a he's a Alexi Trent team member, like great friend right. of ours that we know yes. and trust and value his opinion. Yeah, was cool. Yeah, was he's cool. a collaborative colleague. He's not someone you're like paying yes. you to do. So this you all the have time. those yeah. too. Kind of collaborative oh, yeah. colleagues. But those connections oh, are huge. This year, I, I mean, this year for our show, if we didn't have wild connections across show choir and outside of yeah. show choir world it would not be what it was I mean mm -hmm. the guy who he mixed all of our music and created our yeah. inner instrumental tracks is just a buddy from college that works in yeah. Nashville now I mean the film crew was a show choir parent whose friend did something that we heard their name and looked them up and then we had mutual friends and we talked and there I mean the connections that, so that you crazy. make one are of the your best tools is like a parent's wedding venue that they own. Yeah. Like, yeah, using all of your your people, all of your connections. Yes, been doing that. Yes, and that's a that's another layer of that collaboration that I think yes. directors sometimes get scared off by. I think there's yeah. this notion of well, you don't want the parents too involved. And I and actually, I totally agree with that. You have to still yeah. be the person in charge of what's happening. But like, you know that's okay to open the doors enough to go this is what we're thinking how can you help with that and just kind of yeah. like dole out the information you need and because you don't ever know what you're going to get back like look no at way. all the like the connections you had to like make that work you know that yeah. wouldn't work and now just forever. in your own little echo chamber yeah like for the for the rest of time now we have these yeah. these new connections that we've made mm -hmm. next time we need to film something like here we are we've yeah. got you're not going to do it every year like that I oh, every year. secretly too? This is, this I mean, Jen, this is, it's so much cooler than any show we've ever done. Like, we don't know what to do. Like, how do you we You don't have to talk to me into it. Like, <laughs> that is why I teach video production on the side. Like, video yeah. and audio editing and stuff like that is so, like, I just feel like it's and the next step of what we do. We didn't know anything about it. Like, we learned, so, and the kids, too. We all learned so much this year. There's Digital also, storytelling. Yeah. There's also, we made a behind-the-scenes video, or not we. I hired someone to make one, and it is will also make you sob. It is stunning and beautiful. Yeah. Are you going to make it public, or are you just going to send it to me? No, it's going to be, everything's going to be public. Okay, great. On Saturday. Okay. Saturday. Even, I know, oh, yes, I wrote it down. It's in my calendar. <laughs> My husband was like, do you want to go on a date Saturday? I was like, yes, but at seven, I have to watch The Giver. <laughs> and he goes, what? <laughs> and I go, it's it's the Ankeny and Lindmar thing. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, we should watch that. And he was like, yeah. It's part of date night. I keep showing him the behind the scenes, that stuff that you were showing. And like, he teaches video production also. That's, that's He's yeah. actually good at that. And so like, he was very into all of that as well, behind the scenes of how they yeah. were filming it and like yeah. the different rigs they had and, and how you're mixing it and all that fun stuff. But yeah, you could do a small version of it every year. I mean, probably would right. be yeah. six weekends every year, but I mean, we're going to have know. to, we, we developed close-knit relationships with this, uh, this crew, film crew people. that traveled really is feeling to like, Ankeny and Cedar Rapids. Yes. Ankeny, Cedar Rapids, Ankeny, Cedar Rapids. Cause we never mm -hmm. brought the kids together, which is a bummer, but like also that's why we did this. <laughs> I was just saying so that's that the whole point of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also surprised it's 28 minutes long. So prepare yourself. <laughs> well, I kind of expected it to be longer than an average show. So that actually is, I think that's good yeah. though, because yeah. yeah, 15 minutes wouldn't have felt like enough. Oh so. yeah, you're engaged the entire time for sure. Or at least yeah. you think so. 
Yeah, we're biased. And you didn't have the rules that you have to follow for a competitive structure. So it's not, yeah, you're not like going, well, we can't have a song that's no words for four minutes because someone would be mad. We can't have, you know, like all those things that I think we run up against creatively that I know why they have to be there, but you know, are sometimes a bummer. So it's nice that you didn't have that. I'm so excited to see it. One more thing I thought of that I think is crucial to show design, if you don't mind me bringing it up. No, that's what I want. Your arrangements and your relationship with your arranger. I have worked with so many people that are ready to dive in Mm -hmm. to that kind of story show and but maybe the arranger is not quite on board or for for many years and um like his relationship with his arranger they can Mm -hmm. read each other's minds and it's not just Mm -hmm. a here are my songs and here are the cuts have fun right he types up eight pages of notes of all his ideas and things I need this feeling to happen here and I need this and then they meet together and it's a constant collaboration with the arranger Mm -hmm. I think that that Mm -hmm. part gets lost sometimes Mm -hmm. it's almost the most important because they write write it yeah (laughs) even if you're not that collaborative on the odd set with your arranger going back is not weird like going, no, hey, no. we sang through this and, and we need it to be a little more blank. Like if you've got an arranger who's not willing to tweak at all. Right. Yeah, yeah it doesn't mean. I mean, maybe rethink that. That seems weird to me. But, you know, I mean, just like we were talking about with choreo, you're going to end up changing things in the show. For sure. You just, there's no way around that. And and people aren't always knowledgeable about that too when they're starting a show choir as directors. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty common in our world. I think a lot of directors too, just that they're, what I've heard is that just people, they don't, they don't feel like they're, they're experts at it. So right. because they're not experts, they feel like they can't say anything. Totally. Whereas like, and this is a little harsh and it doesn't apply mm-hmm. to everyone I know. And I don't, yeah, but I, yeah. you've got, you've got to know what you want. And like, yeah. it, you have to, you can't, if, if you are not an expert in arranging, for example, that's fine. But if you don't care at all, like if you're mm-hmm. like write whatever here are the songs like what you have that much trust in mm-hmm. I, I don't know like you don't have to be an expert but you just communicate what you do know and then mm-hmm. work to become more of an expert yeah yes. like don't just dismiss portions of it like even show choir in general you talk about this all the time Jen like oh yeah when like people oh I didn't I didn't get any show choir training in college well no one yeah. did like right. might have been thing. in a show <laughs> choir in college that's not show choir training like no. my college show choir, like I happened to go to Nebraska that is yes. nothing like what I do now it nothing. was fun but not that yeah no not <laughs> totally that different. so yes. like when people I always hear it like well we didn't we didn't get that in college so I just I'm, I'm I don't think I, I know enough to start it yeah. like what do you know? Like you learn everything in life. Everything yeah. in life you learn somewhere. Even so me, like it. I have a dance degree, but nobody in at Oklahoma City University knew what show choir was. <laughs> nobody was talking about show choir at Oklahoma City University. I have there wasn't a studio my, class for that. I'm so surprised. No, I'm just kidding. Honestly, yes, obviously not. Me, but um, like I have taken <laughs> my experiences with my high school show choir and working with. 20 groups a year because I'm gaining that knowledge from every single group that I'm going to what's working what's not and yeah you're developing all of that along the way just I mean yeah you just got to keep seeking collaboration and then once you get that collaboration learn from it and then Mm -hmm. seek different collaboration the next year Mm -hmm. because you have more information from those yeah 
But I think there's there's something in us, especially as musicians, that um, when we're learning music, especially in college level, let's say, there's always this right or wrongness to it. Yes. The right note, the wrong note, the right rhythm, the wrong rhythm, like too loud, too soft. There's so much structure involved. There's such a great roadmap for what you should be doing. And show yes. is way less about roadmaps. Mm-hmm. And but people can, want one. And they desperately want one. And they're going to make one that doesn't exist. And you and you just, you take all the art and the beauty out of it. Yep. Um, once you actually and I, and map, so I know that's what's, yes, yes. Like that's I end. know that's what's scary for people is to go in without a map because that's what it feels like you're doing. But that's where the fun and the creativity and the beauty and the interest, all of that, that's where it occurs. If you can allow yourself to be less terrified <laughs> without the map <laughs> right? and then just ask people for directions. Mm-hmm. Oh, this analogy is really good. Yeah. Ask people for directions. Then that's like how you get to where you want to go. Wow, yes. that's a good analogy. Yes. Look at how far it went with that. Like you're saying, no one gets training in it. So to yep. sit off to the side while someone makes all your decisions for you as a director, don't do that. Um, we'll find filling. people that, yeah, absolutely. Find people that you can be collaborative and bounce ideas. Like Trent says, bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, there's no bad ideas. There's this, okay, you guys are too old slash young to know this song. But um, Ben, when he was a little kid, there was a TV show on Disney Channel called Imagination Movers. And like, it was like a creative kids show kind of thing, right? Yeah. And their whole thing was about like solving problems. And they, they sang their own songs. They were a band that played instruments. It was like the Wiggles, but less annoying. And they had this song that they sang every episode because every episode there was a problem they were solving. And it's cool. like, we need good ideas and we need them now. So put your heads together and we'll write them down. And then the chorus is, there's no bad ideas when you're brainstorming. And like, literally... I know I'm like a 40 year old woman who plans shows like sort of professionally, but like that will get in my head. Cause I'm like, right. There's no bad ideas. We're just throwing yep. everything yep. out there. We're, we need ideas. We need them now. Like just throw them at each other. You never know what idea gonna be the is going to spark something from yes. your colleague. Yeah. Yes. And how often have you come up with an idea that ended up not being the idea but took you there? I mean, every, that's how you get to yeah. everything. Yeah. So if you don't throw everything out, how are you ever going to know? Like, yeah. And you, you, you kind of got, to... I mean, like, it's so, if you have a successful show, it is yeah. so tempting to only assess what made it successful and try to duplicate. But it's yes. the hardest part to, like, mm-hmm. have success and mm-hmm. recognize that the only reason you had success is because you did things no one had never, never, ever, ever yes. done. Yes. And yes. so the next year, the goal is not to duplicate the success you had but to duplicate the process that led you to success. You are smart. Thank you. That was excellent. He's always so smart. Every time he opens his mouth, every, every time I'm like, why am I the smartest I know. Oh my God. Why I'm married. No, seriously. I really like every time, I'm like, every time we talk, I'm like, yes, that, all of that. Trend. That's exactly <laughs> um, guys, this was so much fun. I could talk to you about this for like 70 yeah. hours. That's like, like it's been an hour. No, literally. This is one of the stickiest subjects, I think, for directors, truly. I mean, it's not the topic we discuss the most, I think, outwardly, but I think inwardly, this is the thing that we're most concerned about and feel fraudulent about. Like, we might be good at it, but we're also very concerned about it all the time. Like right now. Absolutely. Yeah, what are we going to do? I don't know. Um, There's no bad ideas when you're brainstorming. You could do Imagination Movers as a show. No one would know what it is. It's a non-recognizable commodity. They wear warehouse jumpsuits. The costuming would be 
bury something. Yes. So if you use I'm it, just, you know, credit me. But otherwise. Deal. Deal. <laughs> You're in the program. You're welcome.